Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Damon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your money. <laughs> on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You know that my emotions all about all throughout the week? There's a lot of talking going on. I'm not really much of a talker. Um, it's a full circle, 360, man. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party! Hey, let me tell y'all something, man. Don't ever... Arrowhead. I don't care how many times you're gonna beat us. Don't ever disrespect Arrowhead Stadium. And G-E-H-A! Hey! Field. Watch your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and know your role. I'm I'm reversing it. Shut your mouth first. Then know your role. We are back and trash talking the Cincinnati Bungles one last time. Don't come in here talking that mess and not being able to back it up. This is players only. We got Sean Barber in the building. On time. And I know and I know Julio, I'm loud. I know I'm loud right now. But anytime you get a chance to talk extra trash and back it up, like that brings out a little extra juice in me, Barbershop. I'm I can't a, help I'm it. A, I'm going to balance it out because I'm going to be calm, cool, and collective because my dad always told me, act like you've been there before. So I'm not, I mean, I, I've told since he died from the beginning of the season. Back in week one, he said, who's the best team in the AFC? And I said, the Chiefs. And he went from the Raiders. He went to the Buffalo Bills. He had now the Cincinnati, uh, the Chargers. And he went back to the Bengals. And it was the Bills again. And all the smoke is cleared. And our Chiefs are left standing in the AFC. And all those chicken filet cards he owes me, it's time for them to come do. So, Barbershop, I can really respect the fact I've heard that saying, too, act like you've been there. But I also didn't always listen to my father. So <laughs> I'm going to be loud and obnoxious. That's Barbershop. I am Danon Hughes. You can follow us on Twitter at DAHughesGuy83, SeanBarber59 on Twitter. And what's your Instagram? I think my IG is SeanBarber7884. Don't ask what the digits are for. <laughs> right? don't, don't even ask. It's and mine personal. is, keep it as simple, Danon Hughes on Instagram. Yes, we are back. Our last players-only show of this incredible season. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners, all the callers, Barbershop, Desmond Moses, all the guests, Keith Cash, everybody that oh, came Billy in. Billy Baber. Billy Tom- Baber. Tomba. Tomba. Yep. You got, you got bad memory, bro. You got short-term memory loss. You know what I do remember? Smoking on no barrels. Them Joe Burrows smoking on them Joe Burrows. That's what I remember. I remember every, uh, <laughs> every, so good, one, every one, every jab that was thrown back to the Cincinnati Bungles for, for them coming in here thinking they're going to rename yeah. a stadium 
thinking that they're going to just walk in here and 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 you got T-shirts talking about sorry in advance. Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't see that from Mm-mm. Joe Burrow? He had a T-shirt on that said sorry in advance. Mm-mm, I didn't see before that. Before the game. Now, I can't appreciate Barbershop. I, I don't know. You said I you like did. some good trade. I mean, I like it. I just you don't did, do you it. You never did it. I can appreciate it, though. No, I can appreciate but it. But I am of the school that I can respect people that talk beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody could talk afterwards. Exactly. You yeah. talk beforehand. I have a little bit extra respect unless you're talking against me because then you got to back it up. And if you don't back it up, now it's like five times the damage. Mm-hmm. But anybody could talk afterwards. I know Twitter was active. I'm sure the phone lines and everybody were active over the shows, starting with Fesco on Monday morning. And, and, and just that extra juice of wanting to throw it in the face of the bungles. But, like, I talk about stuff beforehand. I put always, I put stuff out there before games, before matchups, because I feel like anybody could do it afterwards. Yeah, they, you know, like at the end of the day, what they say, you talk about it, you know, want to crown them, then crown them. You know, that's the coach that crown you want. Mike Denny Singletary. Green? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Denny Green. I thought it was <laughs> Mike Singletary. No, he can't win with him. Yeah, he can't, can't win, win with, with him. him. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't <laughs> win with him. Can't do it. Either either way, man. At the end of the day, I've always kind of stand proudly behind the Chiefs. I know people say, on, on even the text line, Barbara, you got you know you got Chiefs colored glasses. You you see things from a slant. You know you always pro Chiefs. You don't you don't look like bro. If you add it up, you go through training camp and you see something that says, man, it's gonna be very hard for somebody to beat this team, offensively, defensively, and and then you go and see that team fundamentally each week turn a chapter, get a little bit better, playing a bunch of young guys, having veterans step up and, and consistently show up, have offensive line stay together and get healthier and, and communicating well. You've seen the back end communicating. I'm seeing something that's going to be looking very hard. Not that they won't lose. Mm-hmm. I just want to bet on it. Yeah. And so it, it makes you a, a little bit more uh, uh, stick your chest out. Say it with your chest. Come in here and be a little bit more uh, anti uh, C dot when it comes to him trying to poke holes at something. Why? Why are you poking holes at something that don't don't have no holes? Don't poke holes at it. Congratulate him. Yeah. Andy Reid has a great process. The, the process has always been greater than what it produces. The process is sound. He's building a team behind a really good and an elite quarterback, and he supports it with pieces. Pieces that hey, what they say, high tide raises all ships. Pat Mahomes is the high tide. Yeah, everybody's ability goes up because he can hit you on stride. He can put it w- w- within a, 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 a five yard radius um, and, and have you have yard yaks, yards after catch, and all that. And defensively, we have guys that can cover. They can mirror. They can high point the ball. Right? We got we got rookies that can make intercept. We can make turnovers. Well, you know, halfway through the season, well, we're not getting a lot of turnovers. We're in position to get turnovers. We're playing good sound defense. I mean, but turnovers come and go. Yeah. Do you want to be a, a team that at the beginning of the season has a bunch of turnovers and then, then can't turn the ball over in the playoffs? No. You just want you want to be sound in what you're doing, the communication. So we've I've always seen great things from this team and this organization. So it, it's going to take a whole lot for me to at some point realize that um, the, what the work they put in, the practice they put in, is not going to pay off in the end. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a huge key when you talk about the growth and maturation process of this team and – You've heard me say it and all the listeners out there. And remember, the phone lines, text lines are open, 913-586-7610. It, no team wins a championship by being really good in September. No team wins a championship by being really good in October or November. It's December and January football that makes you a championship team. And all the teams that you mentioned – that people were jumping on the bandwagon, always wanting the crown as better than the Chiefs, were teams that peaked. Like, you can go back into their schedules and realize a game or a stretch when they were at their best. And chances are, outside of the Cincinnati Bengals, that stretch was not in December. It was not in January. And because we have 24-hour sports, because we have – a network that we have to populate content after content, it's it's the in vogue thing to crown somebody or talk about Josh Allen, talk about Joe Burrow, talk about Justin Herbert as being better than Patrick Mahomes and trying to come up with all these different stats and pro football focus and, and 
you know, bar stool and blah, 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 that tells you, like, my eyes don't lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You could give me all these stats you want, and I think that's the difference when you talk with a lot of players and former players. That's what's cool about having this platform and having analysts and other guys that are former players yep. is because most, if not all of them, totally ignore stats. Like, their eyes tell the truth and their eyes tell different than the stats i was on i was on air earlier this morning um and we were talking about the run game and my comment to them was just because our run stats say something does not mean that we don't have a proficient run game Mm -hmm. now the run game could be a bubble screen it could be a uh a shovel pass those don't show up as run stats, but that they are, in effect, an aspect of our run game. Mm-hmm. Stretching the defenses sideline to sideline with bubble screens, may, isolating corners on our bigger receivers and Travis Kelsey, throwing shovel passes because once you got them looking sideline to sideline, now you hit them with a shovel pass or a screen on the inside because they're spreading out further. There's a method to the madness. So for, for the fans... And it's not a knock. I always, I've always said we don't see the game better than fans. We just see it different. Yes. And for the fans and because of fantasy football and because, you know, you can click on ESPN app and look at the stats, team stats, and, you know, who, who threw for 300 and blah, blah, blah. Like, it never tells the full tale. And I, always, I appreciate Spec and, and Odyssey and Roxanne and everybody that's given us this platform because we can – just add a little, just add a little juice to to a juice or a little bit of difference uh, than what you may hear all throughout the day, because we're coming from a different vantage point. We're 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 speaking from a different uh, knowledge base, from a different experience that still shines the right light on this team. And if we go back like we do every every week, where we recap the last game, like I I felt like this team was going to be better than the Bengals when they needed to be. I felt like what we had on our team when we're healthy was better than what they had. Yes. And it was only a matter of time. And when you consider, okay, oh, they beat us three times. Well, they beat us three times, almost three identical ways, and it was more because of our um, issues. It was more because of our mistakes. When you look at the 12 quarters, the previous three games, there's probably about four of those 12 quarters where the Bengals actually outplay us. Mm-hmm. The, the, the other eight quarters, we are, I mean, we're moving the ball, I mean, effortlessly down the field on them. And then we, you know, sometimes stalled in the red zone or it was a turnover. Something happened that was just out of uh, not, not the normal flow of the game. Or, you know, misf- Even the AFC Championship last year, we got the ball first and goal inside the five-yard line. Yeah. To, to basically end the game. Now, I give them credit because they made the stop. Exactly. But let's yep. not act like they was up by three scores oh. and we just pulled in to, to a three-point game mm-hmm. and they had the ball last. Like, we were in total domination of that game, just like this past game. Like, we, we made the plays and we made more plays this time than we did in previous times. Yeah, and, the, and the only way this game even came down, because the, the, the mishandled on the – the bubble screen. Yeah. I mean, we're up by a score. We're, we're, we're moving the ball down again, and then that unfortunate mishandle of the ball led, led them to be able to kind of regain some momentum. Up until that point, I didn't see any like, – like, like there, was, there, was there was clearly a one, uh, one-sided affair yeah. um, with the way that ball game Kadarius was going. Tony comes down with that ball. We, we, we get touchdown instead of field goals. Like, yeah. It, like we were moving the ball very efficiently with them, allowed them to get some momentum in the third quarter, like they had done all season long, all the last two years all along, and then we wind up riding the ship. Yes, sir. So, yes, we got the phone lines and text lines open. We don't need to go into the details. Everybody has heard it. Everybody watched it. You saw the excitement, the elation that was happening on Arrowhead Stadium, or GEHA Field. Uh, the post game, the comments, everything that was involved in winning the AFC championship and going to another Super Bowl. The Bengals are behind us. 
We dominated that game statistically. I'm looking at the stats. Whether we we got sacked less, we had more yards, we got we had less penalties, we we uh you know we we had more first down. Every statistical we we had less turnovers. Uh, everything more time of possession. We dominated that football game, and it just happened to be close uh, in regards to the scoreboard. So I'm proud of these guys. When we come back, we got some hot takes. Barbershop, I want to hear what your Spitfire hot takes are. You were absent last week. Desmond filled in admirably. But now you are on the clock with a hot take. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner at the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Looking to pass the football, goes in the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Damon Hughes, took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four five straight, straight years. years. But you can call him D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. You see what I did there, Julio? I had to make the edit on the... On the fly like that. That's what you call versatility, Barbershop. When you're listening to something and you could just input the words real quick, you can't do that on your intro. No, you're right. Just keep patting yourself on the back. (laughs) This is a week to pat ourselves on the back. We are on the bye week of a Super Bowl. So, yes, I'm patting myself on the back. That's Barbershop hating in the background, and I'm Dan Hughes. We're in the second second quarter of a players-only show. And if you have listened to us all season, you know the second quarter is about hot fire, spit fire, hot takes. And Barbershop, you're on the clock. Let's see what you got. Hey, man, like always, I try to take all the hot fire takes and leave nothing but scraps for my man Dana. So let's start it off. What everybody knows, Tom Brady is retired. He re-retires again. Come on, man. Nobody worried about no Tom Brady retiring. Ain't nobody worried about that. And then we got, what bowl is this? Is this the Super Bowl? Is this the Kelsey Bowl? Is this the Reed Bowl? We got both of the Kelsey brothers going against it. We got Andy, his old team, his new team, 10 playoff wins with both organizations. Man, guess what? This is the Barber Bowl. Guess who played for both organizations? It's a win-win. Barber in the Eagles uniform, Barber in the Chiefs uniform. I'm feeling myself at this point. I'm a, it's a win-win for Barber. But at the end of the day, man, we talk about what is the blueprint that both of these teams got? How have both of these organizations been able to be so dominant for so long and be able to be um, available and be present in the Super Bowl? And that blueprint starts with what Andy Reid starts with, man. It's taking the quarterback position, surrounding it um, by weapons, and then having a smart defense, a smart defense, not paying, overpaying cornerbacks, not overpaying edge rushers, not overpaying anybody, being very financially smart to make sure that you're one to 53 
is the best 53 you can get for the uh, for the bank for your buck. And what we've always done, we've let some of those overpriced free agents go. Cheetah, I ain't pointing at Cheetah, but we let guys that demand too much money go, and we understand that collectively as a group, our team is strong enough behind Patrick Mahomes and behind Travis Kelsey to do what we need to do to get to the postseason. So it, it's about creating that blueprint for excellence and not needing to be perfect. Forget perfection. You practice every day to be excellent. You want to execute attitude and effort are the things that win in the NFL. I 100% agree with you, Julio. All that extra diatribe and all took, that. Took all the hot fire takes from him. Took all the hot fire out of this room. All the hot fire takes. Just listed them all, left them with nothing. Crumbs. <laughs> So here's mine. I'm going to talk about something that's going on right now. We are watching, while we're in studio, the Pro Bowl skills, drills, no frills, whatever it is, uh, contest. I understand that where we are in the NFL with guaranteed money and the amounts of money that is made by these players, they do not want to go out and have an extra week of hitting each other, having live football uh, like we used to see. And the Pro Bowl itself, the game had turned into more of a flag football type of game where they were blowing the whistles quick. Nobody was taking big hits. The only real football you saw was maybe in the last two minutes of the game because guys got their competitive juices going. But I feel like even understanding that shop, they've gone way over to the other side of the spectrum in regards to the layout of what we're seeing for this weekend with the Pro Bowl. I think it's great. If they would have done it better, they could have done it better, Julio, by having fans involved, having it actually at the stadium. We're watching the skills, and it looks like it's at an indoor facility for the Raiders. Have it at the stadium, shut down a part of the stadium, put the tarps over some of the seats, have the fans around the bowl and on the lower level or on the field, have each player grab a few fans, bring them on the field with them, maybe be the targets of the throws or retrieve some of the footballs or be a part of the skills where everything is is fan-oriented so that people will feel cool about traveling to Vegas to watch non-football. But having it all-inclusive with the fans would be the best way. But to have it at an indoor facility where only super high-paying people are standing around as opposed to the fans that voted or participated all this season and them not being involved, to me, is where the, the NFL dropped the ball. There's a fine line. You have to protect the players from themselves. You have to protect the players or recognize the players don't want to play another full football game, a full live contact. But there's also a line where you have to recognize this still can be entertaining. It still can be something that people gravitate towards. It can be a destination. If I know that I'm a football fan and there's a chief in there because we didn't go to the Super Bowl and I can take my son or my kids and go out there and win a contest during the season so I know that I'm, I'm going to be in the back pocket of Patrick Mahomes for the skills contest. Or I know that he's going to pull me out of the stands and take pictures, high five, get everything riled up, uh, have the atmosphere be electric like that. I would probably be more inclined to spend the money to go to the Pro Bowl to be a part of that whole dynamic as opposed to basically people out there watching it like we're watching it here in Kansas City. So, NFL, I understand you had to make the adjustment. think you went way too far on the other side of the spectrum. Get the fans and get the energy back in as opposed to what we're watching now, which is an indoor facility looking like an arena football game. You know, the, the funny thing is... Hold up, the song ain't over yet. The funny thing is, I heard the fire sounded before you even finished. Like because he, he was he, he was, was, was so anxious. <laughs> he was he, he knew it was so much fire barbershop, uh, he, had his foot, he had his finger right on the button. You know what? Ready. Now that I look into the production booth, I don't even think anybody... 
Do you got control of the fire? I ain't I got no control no Dana, fire. Dana has <laughs> assumed control of the blomp, 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 and the fire button. He just hit the button, gave himself the fire. Man, I come on, a, man. I have a special set of skills. Oh, man. He didn't took control. Set of now I see sabotage. I claim sabotage. sabotage. So, yeah, that's how fire takes. Uh, let's tackle some of the – I mean, we, we got a lot going on. Obviously, we got to talk about the Eagles. This is – you talked about it being the Kelsey Bowl, the Nick Sirianni slash Andy Reid Bowl. Um, it's a Barber Bowl too. Yeah, that's why I tried. That was that. so. You my, sent I, two ugly pictures today. <laughs> two ugly pictures of you in a in a Chiefs uniform and in an Eagles uniform, talking about a Barber Bowl. And both of those pictures were straight fire. <laughs> any picture post any any picture with me in it playing. The guns are out, bro. They all greased up. <laughs> The Pythons are ready to, to, to attack, man. Like, bro, I came about that uniform, man. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah? You had it popping back then? Yeah, always, bro. Always, always, man. So, uh, yeah, man, it, there are so many different uh, connections. We talk about, what, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. There's like a thousand different degrees. If you talk about the coaching staff, you talk about the – I mean, stop at the top with Mark Donovan, and you talk about uh, the strength staff, and then you talk about the coaching, uh, Spagnola. Um, Brett Veachtown, I got my T-shirt. Brett Veachtown got Eagle connections. You got uh, Greg, Coach Greg, the running back coach. Um, um, your boy, your your boy from Richmond, wasn't he there? Cullen, Joe yeah, Cullen. Joe Cullen. Um, I, I mean, so many different levels. We talk about players. Myself played for both. We had Shady McCoy play for both. We had um, uh, what was his name? Wide receiver. I always forget his name. Macklin. Yep, yep. Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin, the M I Z Z O U. Um, yeah, I mean, just a lot like, of parallels. Stefanowski, the lineman, right? Stefanowski was a old Eagle oh, boy. St- oh, you talking about Stefan Wisniewski? Yeah, yeah, that dude, yeah. that dude, that guy. You just butchered his whole name. I do that. You sometimes. made you blended both <laughs> both names. Into I did. <laughs> Stefanowski. <laughs> is that what his name is for real? Stefan- no, it's not. It's what a, is it? <laughs> Stefanuski. It's, it's Stefan Wisniewski. See, you oh, got me messed up. The first name Wisniewski. is Stefan. It's, it's yes, his first name oh, is Stefan. I thought it was he the said, whole, put some respect on his name. I thought it was the whole Don't thing. Don't make him text in. Put some respect on his name. Man, I love being on the air with you, man. Hey, <laughs> man, shout out to the uh, Chief Sponsorship, man. Kim Hobbs and Kellen. Oh, Bobby, yeah. Those, the, man, we, listen, we can't wait to get to Arizona AZ. To By the be, time I get to Arizona. And be chopping it up with the sponsorship, man. Listen, if you don't know, now you know. It ain't nothing like sponsorship, man. You're talking about people to do it the right way. If you're a sweet holder or you're, a, you're involved in the Chiefs on sponsorship level, you you getting your money's worth. This run right here, this Patrick Mahomes, this, this, this 10-year don't run right here. take it for granted. You better get all, man, all the marketing dollars you got, you better pour it in for them Chiefs because you're getting a great ROI. That's a return yeah. on your investment. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we got the text line and phone lines open. Dan, we see you on hold. I was just with uh, Jax the other day. Big Jax. Big Jax. He said he going calling a few other people. So we're looking for you. We got the text line open as well. We're going to tackle all that when we come back. That's my fire right there. That's my fire. That wasn't for you. No, it wasn't. Wait and he gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. Y'all better get rid of the rumble. Got to get around like a double. Spice it like gumbo. Spice on the bubble. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Maddox throws over the middle. Intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. Picked off by Sean Barber. You really probably can see me with a bird's eye view. It's alive. It's alive. Your head spin. Stop throwing that one way. All right, we are back in the third quarter of our last players-only show of the year, unless unless uh, Speck and I can uh, get something set up for the Super Bowl because I will be in Arizona next week. You'll be in Arizona next week. You don't get there until Friday, I think. I get there earlier in the week, but we got to do Radio Row, so maybe – there's an opportunity to have one last players-only show on location, but I'll talk with Speck about that. But outside of that, this will be our last one, I believe, and uh, it's been a great, great season, a great run. We got the phone lines, 
586-7610. Text line is open. Before we get to you, Dan, I see somebody texted in about the Alomar's baseball. I'm not sure about that. Uh, three From the 316, no more rookies. You're right. They are first-year guys. Played 17 plus two. I wouldn't call them vets. They're first-year guys, and they're playing like non-rookies. Also from the 316, got to work on AI canceling stuff just because you can't send any negative words. I don't know what, what that means. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't even bring the text line. That's what I've got. Yeah. I stopped about at the week 10. Once somebody says something negative about me, I stopped looking at it. All right. From the 913, you guys don't give us a little. You give us a lot of beautiful perspective of the game, a true perspective of the game. I hope next year you guys get two hours. Now we're talking. At least a, two hours, at least a wonderful job. Going to miss you guys. Go Chiefs. Appreciate that, love. Yeah, we've been begging for a little extra time. We feel like an hour flies by so quick. Uh, but we also understand, you know, it's a business. And there's, there's K-State basketball and the betting show and everything else that pops up. So we're cool with it. And uh, But I will say, Barbershaw, I don't know if you realize this, uh, ever since we've been on the air, this team has been in the AFC Championship or Super Bowl. Man, we don't play, bro. I'm just saying. We uh, handle our business. You know, we yeah. are business. I'm men. not superstitious. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm saying. All right, Dan. Man. What you got, Dan? Hey, Dan. Hey, Sean. How you doing? How about that defense? We're going back to the Super Bowl. How about Chris Jones getting the first career second, really setting the tone? And, and Burrow, who, they were right. It was Burrow. And when, he, when Chris Jones put him on the ground, all the defense put him on the ground. And I'll tell you something else. The secondary played great. Jalen, you know, Watson with interception, then the tip intercepting Joshua, Joshua Williams. How about Sky Moore? Everybody, yeah, getting down on him. But uh, Dave Tobes took him with the big 50-yard returns in midfield. Then the late hit on Patrick on the Joseph Asai. And I'll tell you something, Dan. Remember the Houston Oilers when uh, Buddy, God rest his soul, Buddy Ryan picked on you guys and you and Keith Cash throwing the football to the end zone on, uh, on his helmet. I'll never forget that. So let's take care of the Eagles. Take care of you guys. Let's bring home the championship. Yeah. All right, Dan. I appreciate yeah, you. you. I remember that. Uh-huh. Houston Oilers. Yeah, you heard Dan. Dan's picking on us. Yeah, he got you. He got you again. How you get me again? He I'm always, to... he always sliding He's... that little underhanded, compl- that little backhanded slide compliment. I didn't hear it this time. Oh, yeah, you heard it. I heard him say the Houston Oilers and Keith Cash slamming the ball in Buddy Ryan's face and when they picked us as underdogs and was talking trash because they beat us in the regular season, that's and we went down about. there and whooped them. Mm. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what you heard, but that's not what he said, That's though. what he said. No. That's, a, that's my story. <laughs> he got you good. Alright, appreciate you, Dan. Uh, Big Jax, what's going on, brother? Barbershop, what it do, bro? What up, Big Jax? What's up, man? What's up with you, Danny? Man, it was so good getting a chance to hang out with you. We had a good time on Tuesday. Yes, sir. Uh, for, for sure. Hey, you know what, man? <clears throat> First of all, I love the new format for the uh, the, uh, the Pro Bowl. Uh, it, it was it was a waste of time, man. Having they might as well get them dudes out from under them helmets, let the people see their faces. You know, it's all for TV oh, yeah. anyway. So you know, get them out, let them see these faces, let let these guys look like they're having fun. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's not so much it's not so much uh, work this time. It's just fun. So I'm glad they did that. But uh, man, you know, once again back in the bowl, baby, I'm I'm so excited, man. I so appreciate this time period, man. Having grown up in this city, uh, been here all my life, bro. To see the run that we're on right now, in comparison to where I can remember as a kid. Uh, being in that stadium with 8,000 of my best friends, watching the, a Pittsburgh game at the end of the season, like it was horrible, bro. So I'm just so happy, man, that this organization is doing this. I think Philly is uh, overrated on defense in terms of the looking at the quarterbacks they played against. When they play against really good quarterbacks, they're not as dominant as they have been. I think Pat and these guys are about to go out here and bring another ring home. So, hey, man, y'all need to fight to make sure, especially if they win, get another uh, players only after the Super Bowl, that week after, the day after the parade. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. You know I'm always listening. You know I'm always here. I love it. I'll holler at y'all later, bro. Peace. Appreciate you, Big Jack. Yeah, we're going to sign a petition to get back on the air at least one more time. Maybe two more times, one time from Arizona, another time after the Super Bowl win. That might be in the works. So uh, uh, we appreciate that support. We're glad you guys would be uh, 
would love to have us back on the air to celebrate the entire season. So we'll talk with Speck about that. Big T, what you got? Hey, you guys. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Dan's really good at sniper sniper school. Keep up the good work, Dan. But hey, uh, you know we uh, we're, we're headed to Glendale again. Our, our Chiefs took care of Cincinnati. The people that talk, talk, talk. No, keep your mouth shut. Uh, they're bring. I think the, I believe the Chiefs are going to bring that Super Bowl trophy back home. Uh, they're going to win this one for Lenny D. Uh, Cincinnati, you didn't execute down the stretch. You, you made foolish penalties. You want to blame the refs. You know what loser organization and losing fans do? They blame the refs. Way to go, Kansas City Chiefs. And then as far as the, uh, the Super Bowl matchup is concerned, we got a lot of guys with some experience. And you're watching the, the feed. You're watching how they handle themselves. I think it's going to come down to our coach and quarterback. I think uh, the coach is going to have this team ready. The Super Bowl could all – the players, the other team – both teams could get caught up in the moment, but they got an itinerary they're going to follow. I'm watching Pat Mahomes talking about it. The people that hadn't been there, they're going to show them and, 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 and take it to lead and see how it's done. Travis Kelsey, he's, he's a beast. Our defense is a beast. Uh, Sugar Spagnuolo defense, they're going to have something dialed up. He was the architect of when he, uh, the, uh, the Giants beat New England. So I, I, I look for uh, this game to be really close. But, guys, I want to ask you a question on paper. The Chiefs at the beginning of the year had one of the toughest schedules. They went through a gauntlet. They even had some NFC teams that they played that they went through, too. Other than losing to the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay in the NFC, Chiefs do really well against NFC teams. And then Philadelphia, on the other hand, they've had a great year. But they got that young coach. they got that young quarterback. And I wonder if they're just going to be too big for the moment. And then their schedule was really easy. What quarterback did they play? They're all chumps. What was it, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, hell, he beat you. I, I look for the Chiefs to take take the Super Bowl back home. And that Eagle, you know, when they say it's going to land, it ain't going to land. The Chiefs are going to land. And as always, let's go Kansas City. Let's beat some Eagle ass. As always, go Chiefs. Appreciate you, Big T. Thanks for, thanks for the love, man. We appreciate you and your support and listening each and every week. Uh, got a text line before we get to the next phone line. We got the text line. Um, let's say from the eight one six. It was a great game. Personally, I think Tony came down with the ball. I just don't see how that wasn't a TD. And and also what Cincinnati, etc. So I will say this: he did not come down with the ball based on the vantage point that I had from the booth and the replays that were shown. Uh, but I think if he had sold it that he came down with the ball, there would have not been enough to overturn. I don't know if you agree with that barbershop, but on that catch, like there's some acting involved. I'm not saying flopping, but you got to sell that you caught the ball. It happens. And if he had sold it, had a little bit more energy, he got up like he dropped the ball. And I think that's probably a little bit of youth, but he's got to recognize in that situation, like there's human error. And in the playoffs, like you gotta you gotta go all out. And he went up for the ball, amazing catch. Yeah. But had he jumped up, celebrated, spiked the ball, then they, the referee was waiting. Like he was waiting. <laughs> if you look back at that click, the, the the referee was waiting to throw his hands up for a touchdown. And Kadarius Tony did not give him any reason to do so. So that was a missed opportunity. Glad that it didn't come down to that. But I did see from my vantage point that. The ball did roll a little bit on the ground, and it was enough to substantiate what the official said. But whatever that call was going to be made, hands up or not, that's what would have stood. Yeah, I, I mean, I think defensively we've been told the same thing when you try to get an interception. You always treat whether you chap the ball, whether you drop, whatever, you get up and run with it. Yeah. Uh, you want to make the other team have to, uh, you know, replay it, let the, the referees. Because we've seen multiple times where the referee comes out and says, it's inconclusive. Like we, we don't yeah. have enough. Nothing you, to overturn. We have nothing to overturn. What we the, what we the call, call on, the, on field. the field stands. That's um, how they say it. And so, because that's the uh, you know the level of the rule, then I think you always should you know whether you're offense defense, no matter what position you are, you always you know want to assume that you you got you caught the ball and like you say and celebrate uh, like it's a completion. Yeah, and just so you know the terminologies that are said, uh, the call on the field stands. That means they found nothing to overturn it. Or if they say it has been confirmed, that means they have found on video that confirmed what was called. All right, Gino, 
What's going on, Gino from OP? How you doing, guys? Good to talk to you. Same here, Listen, brother. I'm, I'm, I just want to, to just do a little rant here on playoff football teams and management and to rip on, on Jerry Jones. Now, first of all, I'm going to start by forgiving Danon for thinking that the Cowboys were going to the Super Bowl. Oh, that wasn't Danon. That was Barbershop. <laughs> I thought it was Dana. No, sir. No, Gino, you're right. <laughs> no, no, sir. Gino, no, Gino, Gino trust me when I say it Gino, was not Dallas Cowboys. Gino, you know what you heard, man. Let's keep, keep I going. I talked to you at Cinder Block. I know what happened. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Gino. But any, anyway, here's – I'm going to explain something to everybody. Now, you guys are not wealthy, stinking rich, are you? Like, like wealthy. Only are in you? faith. No. Only in faith. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not either. Now, here's the difference between being stinking – Stinking, filthy rich, and the rest of us. If you're stinking, filthy, wealthy, billionaire rich, you can hire a manager, uh, a general manager, and his name is Jerry Jones. Now let's compare Jerry Jones to Brett Veach. Jerry Jones has been the general manager of the Cowboys for 27 years, and they have never gotten to the NFC, gotten the NFC championship. The three of us would have been fired. Maybe 10 times. (laughs) And this guy's not been fired. Now, before that, he won three Super Bowls, but he got so angry that somebody else got credit, Mm -hmm. and the guy that got credit was Jimmy Johnson, the guy that should have got 80% of the credit for winning those, that he had a tantrum and was going around telling people, you know what? It's it's my fault that we won those Super Bowls, and I'm not getting enough credit. I'm going to fire the smartest coach that's been in the league in 10 years, and then that's what he did. 27 years hadn't even tasted it, and us here in Kansas City, we are so lucky. We have the Andy Reid Invitational. Not only did we make it five years in a row, but we hosted it five years in a row. And, man, that is the contrast between Kansas City, which should be America's team, and Dallas. And that's the contrast between our ownership and management and Dallas's. I'm just feeling very fortunate and very lucky. I want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl so bad. I don't know if they will or not. I think it's going to be a tough game. I like uh, I like Big T's call, calling it uh, Sugar Spagnolia. That is an excellent nickname, by the way. But <laughs> I, I just I just feel unfortunate uh, to be a Chiefs fan, knowing how we've hosted the, the the championship game five years in a row, and then Jerry Jones and and the Dallas Cowboys have not even seen it in 27 years. Hey, thanks for the time, guys. You're doing a great job. Appreciate you, Gino. Appreciate the support. Definitely on point. There's a lot of craziness that goes on with Jerry Jones and the, the so-called America's team, but they haven't really done anything. America's team, a.k.a. Dana, I played. Danon's team. They ain't my team. Gino sure. called you out. He knows. All right, when we come back, we got the fourth quarter of the show. <laughs> we got the fourth quarter of the show, and we will talk about this matchup with the Eagles, tackle a few more of the text line. Stay with us. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we got about just over seven minutes left in the show. It's Players Only, Sean Barber. I'm Danon Hughes. We tackled the text line a little bit. Shop. This is the Barber Bowl. The Barbershop Bowl. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. So I'm going to give you honors. Talk about this matchup, man, and you know, give give some food, serve some food to the to the listeners out there about this matchup, the dynamic of this game, and then I want to get your your uh, prediction. Well, at the end of the day, man, I like what what you know some of the callers were calling in with, actually saying that you know if you do look at the schedules, it is is clearly. Um, our, our season schedule was tougher than theirs. Um, we faced uh, much more complete teams. We faced you know, better quarterbacks, uh, more balanced teams, and we still you know, per- persevered with the same record. Um, the Eagles went through a stretch without having uh, Jalen Hurts there, and that accounted for a few of their losses. Um, and besides that, they were pretty much you know, flawless throughout the season. At the end of the day, man, the, 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 the rushing game, that the Eagles use is it's all about misdirection. It's all about, you know, you, you got to have your eyes on your gap. You got to be able to flow as a defense knowing your responsibility and you can't do too much. And then when I, when I look at the game, when they played against the 49ers, it was a close game. I, I, I would have loved to see what would happen if 
uh, Bosa didn't didn't get hurt early on. I mean, he seemed not to be himself once he um, got injured. And then obviously with the 49ers, the, both the quarterbacks going out, um, it, it was a sad, sad state of affairs. But if you look at early in that game for that first two quarters, it was a ball game. I mean, it, it was it was it was punching back and forth, going back and forth. And I think if a if a team, you know, a wounded team can stay that close to you, then uh, I'm not feeling like that 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 dominant run game is that dominant. I feel like our defense definitely steps up when it's a vaulted run game. For the last two years, I mean, Frank Clark said, "Is that you know, when you shoot for the king, you better not miss." Uh, we've had King Henry come here multiple times and shut him down. We've had teams that, you know, position and prop themselves up like they're a great rushing team, and we shut them down. Um, and we've done that multiple times. We did that to the 49ers when we played them when they first got McCaffrey. So I don't, I don't think that their running game is going to be as effective against us, and I think that their passing game is just a um, – it's built off of being so effective in the running game, it forces you to leave uh, one-on-one matchups with A.J. Brown, who is a phenomenal receiver and – Devonta Smith, they, they're all phenomenal. God, they're phenomenal three. But I think our, our our secondary has matured. And I think our secondary can play awesome, whether it's man, zone, combinations of both. Um, and I don't think that Jalen Hurts actually is as refined a quarterback as needed to play against a defense like ours. And I think he's going to struggle. So at the end of the day, I, I mean, listen, I don't even need to talk about it. I've been talking about the offense all season long, how good it is. Um, Pat's it's like a maestro back there. Um, creating something like Picasso, just creating great artwork back there, man. He's a master of his craft. He has complete control of the offense, can check him in and out of different things, controls the protection. Um, he has one of those brilliant minds when it comes to offense. And I think that's what makes him and Andy and Bienemy and Matt Nagy, all those, they, they work well together because everything is always live. Everything is always up. You can do as many changes and, and adjustments to it on the fly to take advantage of what the defense is doing, done against you. Um, the Eagles defense, they do have a – they got about 12 guys up front that they can continue to rotate out to stay fresh and come after you. Um, but I think our offensive line and the things we do offensively, we can, we can run them side to sideline. We can uh, target some different receivers. We can take advantage of their speed. Um, and then we do have to run the ball a little bit just to keep them honest um, so that those pass rushers can't um, get off on the, on the snap count. So you got to use hard count. we got to do some things to be creative. But I think we can design some plays to really take advantage of them as, as far as that second level, level with their linebackers is, is the weakness. That's the underbelly of the beast. So, you know, the four Ps, as always, proper preparation uh, prevents poor performance. And maybe that's five Ps. Uh, <laughs> math was not my strong point. Um, but that is what's going to take care of business. We're gonna, I think we're going to out-prepare um, the Eagles, and our team, our entire team is going to be more prepared for the different – uh, situations in football, and I think that the Kansas City Chiefs ends up winning this ball game, 27-24, a win for the Kansas City Chiefs. I like that. I like it. I like the thoroughness of of your thoughts there from the nine one three, and I f- keep forgetting we always talk about Tyreek Hill being uh, obviously not being on this team this year, but from the nine one three, the reminder: KC going into Super Bowl without Hill, Badger, and Ward. So you got three playmakers on the defensive side, or three, two of the three on the defensive side. Uh, Daniel Sorensen made a lot of big plays, wouldn't have won the first Super Bowl without him, also not on this team as well. So uh, where you lose some stardom, uh, kind of going along with what you're saying, Barbershop, you get stardom by coaching up other guys. And just to, I want to reel off some of like I put my notes together for the broadcast uh, just so I have some information on each guy. Um, the Chiefs are first team to have rookie teammates, Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson, with an interception in the same playoff game since 1990 when the Bears had it with Mark Carrier and John Mangum. Um, we Patrick Mahomes has now guided three lead-changing, tied or took the lead drives in his playoff career that began with one minute or less on the clock. He's the only player in – NFL history with more than one. I know. Uh, I know they spoke about that on the Fesco show and and during the uh, midday also. Uh, so, like we have stardom and we know it with our eyes. But there's also things that these players and records that they're eclipsing that make it even more special. The the fact that you're talking about yeah we see greatness on the field, but you're talking about all time greatness that's actually happening 
while we're watching it. So don't take this time for granted. Like the 913, let's celebrate another Super Bowl. Let's have that that uh, parade downtown the Wednesday after the Super Bowl and show out and show up like Barbershop says, like, uh, like we did last time. Uh, I think it's a great time to be a Chief fan. It's a great time to obviously be able to celebrate. It's supposed to be pretty nice weather here on Super Bowl Sunday, so I expect the power and light to be jam-packed, people out uh, supporting these small businesses and restaurants, et cetera, and watching a, a great Super Bowl game uh, because it's going to be special. And I, I feel special that I've been able to be a part of it. I'll be in the booth with Mitch Holtis and Josh Klingler and Dan Israel, and uh, this will be my second Super Bowl calling. I'm looking to get a win like my predecessor, Kendall Gammon, got. So, with that being said, for Barbershop, for myself, I want to say peace and thanks again to everybody that supported us. Also, a big shout-out to our brother Julio in the booth, uh, who has been the leader of us. And, my man, us and my man Luke Skywalker's in there. Luke Skywalker's in there with him. The, he got the man bun, a uh, ponytail. There you go. Got to give him a shout-out for that. He's a Potawai. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Maybe we'll be back. From Radio Row or after the Super Bowl win, we'll see how that unfolds. But if we're not, we thank y'all all for participating with us, giving us a shout-out every week. Uh, text line, phone lines, everybody that's listening, even people back in New Jersey listening on the app. We appreciate y'all. Love it. AO1, audience of one. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.